What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. My name is Matt Hensley, fan of the AL West champions, Houston Astros, joined by Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman, fan of the not AL West champions, Texas Rangers. Wildcard, AL Wildcard Series champions. AL Wildcard Series. We, we are, we are Congratulations dancing. Congratulations on beating the Tampa Bay Errors. Uh, in front of a crowd, a, do- of a dozen people or a so, <laughs> normative Southern Baptist Convention Church. Kyle, <laughs> uh, how are you doing, man? Hey, you know what, Matt? I'm great. I'm a little tired because I was down near your way, but you decided to not come see me. Got to go hang out at uh, Conclave Next Gen, a conference put on by Texas Baptists uh, that was all about. Um, youth, children's ministry, youth ministry, young adult ministry, those kind of things. Um, yeah, it was fun. Got to the the worship was led by Nick Ganey, who um, so maybe some of our listeners will know, maybe not. Worship leader out of Texas. Um, I had hit three of his younger siblings in my youth ministry in Kermit, so that was kind of fun to to see that come full circle. He was leading worship at Next Gen, um, and and hey, one of the speakers was Doug Fields going back to our, our youth ministry days, a, a youth ministry guru of sorts. So that was fun. It was a good time. Good, good Where was few Doug days. Fields? Where was he? He was at a large church in Southern California. Oh, now he's wow. at another large church in Southern California with Eric Geiger, former uh, Lifeway oh. VP. Okay. The Mariner's Church. Fair enough. But if you are called to ministry, then you're called to prepare. At Southwestern Seminary, you will be equipped to serve the Lord in any context, from pastoring a church to serving on the mission field. On campus, you'll find knowledgeable professors with decades of experience in their fields. In the surrounding area, you'll find a multitude of opportunities to serve the Lord in the community. And the best way to discover if Southwestern is right for you is to come to Preview Day on October 20th. At Preview Day, you'll get to explore the campus, meet professors, and learn about the different opportunities you will find on Seminary Hill. Signing up is completely free, so register now at swibbits.edu forward slash preview. Kyle, I would say I'm interested in all of this stuff that you were saying, but I tuned you out a long time ago. <laughs> but if I looked at the calendar correctly, it is October. If I look at trees correctly, it is not because our trees oh, yeah. are still green. I am looking at one right now that has like six orange leaves on them. <laughs> so they are starting. The temperature is dropping a little bit. And by now, your local Walmart has had Christmas trees out for months. It is October, and that means it is Pastor Appreciation Month. And so all we want to say on this episode, and then we're going to wrap it up, is Pastor, we appreciate you. May your coffee be as black. (laughs) Uh, So over the past few years, a lot of ink has been spilt on... uh, 10 ways to bless your pastor, uh, 10 unique gifts to give your pastor. I, I feel attacked because I think I posted some of those. Uh, I, and I, I think I wrote one last year on five ways to make Pastor Appreciation Month awkward. That's probably my favorite one to ever write. Like, if you want it to be weird, here's what to do. <laughs> but one of the things that I've I've noticed and the managing editor of Lifeway Research uh, noticed 
is that there hasn't been a whole lot of things written about how to just enjoy the month. How to enjoy October for all it's worth, really kind of whether or not you get a gift. So you're not looking at the calendar and wondering if you're going to get a gift card to Texas Roadhouse that has like $3.48 left on it. Or if you're going to get another ugly you know, tie with a bunch of scripture verses on it or something like that. We're, we don't, we're, we're going to move past that a little bit and share with you four ways that you can enjoy this month for all it is worth, no matter what. And so this isn't about how to make the most out of Pastor Appreciation Month. This is just really how to how to enjoy this month, no matter what happens. And so number one, Pastor, thank God for your church. Yeah. And maybe this should come with it like a Captain Obvious alert, but being a pastor is a high honor, a prominent privilege. It, it, I, I need to be honest real quick. I wrote this article uh, for Lifeway Research, and I had high honor and a great privilege or something like that. And I was like, I need to like double up the alliteration. And so I went to the th- the th- the th- <laughs> the thesaurus, and I found another word to go with privilege, and that was a prominent privilege. So anyway, moving on, high honor and a prominent privilege being a pastor the flock God called you to serve is a blessing, even if they don't feel like a blessing right now. And so whether First Baptist, wherever, honors you this month or not, thank God for the people he has entrusted you to serve. Grab yeah, your membership good. role, maybe start with the very first name, make your way to the end by the end of this month, and thank God for each and every member you have. Kyle, why would that help you enjoy this month? Well, look, every church has its joys. Every church has its struggles. Um, Oftentimes, the latter can outweigh the former. You you can get so caught up in struggle. You can get so caught up in a certain situation that you just, um, maybe you just forget the blessing that it is to serve a New Testament church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, going through your membership role, you might come across a couple of names and you know, selfishly think to yourself, I, I don't want to be thankful for them. Um, but but most of the people in your church, you're going to have good um, good feelings about that will be a good moment to thank God for them. And even for the ones um, who may serve more as a, as a thorn in your side, you can say, Lord, thank you for this person. Um, help them to serve you more. Um, and gives you an opportunity to pray for them nonetheless. And, and it's often hard to dislike someone, to be angry at someone as you are praying for them. Yeah. All right. Well, the Apostle Paul said in Philippians 1.16, I never stop giving thanks for you as I remember you in my prayer. So maybe here, so this is free. Go down your membership roll, whether you have 10 on it or 100 or 1,000, and just thank God one by one for the members he has placed in your care. And one thing you can do to kind of take this to the next level is write a short note to each of these folks and tell them how you're thankful for them, maybe how you're praying for them or something along the lines, you know, something to encourage them. So thank God for your church, right? It's a great privilege. Uh, and and so just thank God for it. Number two, this really goes with that, count your blessings. Now, Kyle, I think we've even talked about this before on the show, but a wise mentor once told me to keep every single card I ever received and to maybe pull those out 
if I got in one of those kind of down moments of ministry, maybe wondering if I was making an impact, wondering what was going on, or I was just dealing with difficult deacons, whatever it might be. And that certainly helped many times in ministry, maybe to remember my calling or, or to remember the kind of impact I was having, that kind of deal. But you don't have to wait until your next difficult season to count your blessings. Pull out those cards now, right this month, right? It's maybe even today as you're listening to this and remember how deeply you are loved and appreciated by the flock under your care. Maybe you look back at some of the past baptism photos. At Mayhill Baptist, we put all of our baptism photos online. And so occasionally I would just go and look at the people that God had uh, led to to himself over the years and and really kind of thinking through what God was doing in their life since and just thinking through that a little bit and just thanking God for that and counting that blessing. Uh, you know, maybe walk into the pulpit and or the sanctuary and just look at it and reflect on the immense privilege that we have to preach the word. Because as Paul said in Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, there's any moral excellence. And if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. That's a fancy way and a much more long-winded way of saying, count your blessings. Kyle, again, why does that help us enjoy this month? Yeah, you know, sometimes you, you can get blinders on, especially when you are, as we were talking about earlier, going through a difficult season. Um, there, there are days where all you will see, all you will hear are criticisms. Um, that's that's probably not true. There's probably more out there, but but there, there can be seasons of ministry where that's all that's really registering with you are uh, these criticisms and and all the ways that you're failing and, and how you're not as good a preacher as the guy down the street. Um, and, and so if, if we don't pause to take stock of our blessings, the light can get crowded out by, by the darkness and by the hard. And again, often that is not reality. There are, God, God is blessing you in ways that you probably don't even realize until you stop, until you pause, until you take time to take stock of those blessings and realize the ways that they got is at work. Like you said, look through old pictures, um, pull out your encouragement cards, you know, look through text messages with, with church members and, or um, text messages with buddies in ministry and let that be an encouragement. Let that fuel you on through sometimes difficult seasons. Looking back at our text messages, do not encourage. <laughs> Well, if you were kinder, see, they would be an encouragement to you. Maybe. Well, <laughs> if you want to take this one to the next level, grab a post-it note, grab an index card, whatever it might be, and just sit for a little bit, maybe reflect on that passage, Philippians 4, 8, and then start jotting mm-hmm. those things down. Think about the areas that God has blessed you and just count those out and then take time to pray through each and every one. Thank him for it and ask that he help you increase those things in the future. Number three, be a blessing. We know the cliche, it's better to give than to what? Than to receive. It's better to give than to receive. for the delay. Well done. (laughs) And while a lot of ink is given, especially this month, to encourage members to bless their pastors, I encourage you to consider how you can be a blessing to others. You put a whole lot of work into your, your sermons, for example, right? 
a whole lot of work. You study, you prep, you read over it, you practice it, all of those things. But there's also some people there, usually on a Sunday, that make it possible for people to hear those sermons. They come in, they turn on the lights, they turn on the air, they turn on the sound system, and they get your mic ready to go. They make sure you have batteries, all of that kind of stuff. This is just an example. There's many others, but bless your AV team, for example, and acknowledge them maybe before your following message. Romans 12.10 says, love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Take the lead in honoring one another. Don't wait for somebody to be a blessing to you. Look how you can be a blessing to somebody else this month. And so take some time this month to honor others who help you in myriad ways. Again, this could have a way to take that to another level. Kyle, how could you be a blessing to, let's just use that AV team, for example. How would you bless your your AV team there in First Alamogordo, or if you were to serve again? Yeah. I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, finding out what kind of coffee they like, buying them $5 gift cards to their coffee shop. It, it, uh, you don't uh, have to do wait, this. wait, 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 wait. Five, there's not a coffee in the world. It's going to be $5. You know what's funny is I got a large Americano yesterday. It was over $5. You're right. Okay. So, okay. Go $10 then. Go go $10 gift cards. That'll buy a coffee and a half. Um, Or, you know, some other way. You know, if they have like a favorite candy, you just go buy a couple of candy bars and put it on there on on the counter. Well, maybe wrap it in a basket so that they don't get chocolate all over the soundboard. That would that would try to be a blessing but end up being a curse <laughs> in the in the process. Um but look, just find find some little way that you can bless them, right? Maybe it's a handwritten note on the soundboard and just says, "Hey, I appreciate what you do." Um uh, because as you know, the sound folks aren't really acknowledged until something goes wrong and every head in the sanctuary turns around and looks at them as wonders, you know, why the pastor's mic isn't on <laughs> when in fact it might be uh, said pastor's fault for not unmuting himself. Right. But everyone assumes that it's the, uh, it's the AV guys. Yeah. They, they only get recognized when the, when the screen doesn't change um, <laughs> when it's supposed to. Um, so look, little things, right. You don't have to go overboard little things just to let them know, Hey, I see you. I appreciate the work that you do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know here at uh, first farmersville, one of the pastors, uh, and what we do every year is, uh, Rebecca and I, uh, quote unquote, bless the, the pastors and all of the kind of this, the entire staff, anybody that's on faculty with a meal. And so we have a lunch, usually some little small gifts that we give to each of the pastors and ministers. And but invite all the secretaries, all the janitors, anybody that's essentially gets a dime from the church are welcome to come. And we feast on usually some Italian food because that's the best thing I can do with my budget and uh, and bless them. So think of ways that you can bless those. Maybe think of like I'm up here preaching. What has to happen in order for this to even work? There's somebody that opened that door. If that wasn't you. Uh, that unlocked the door, somebody that turned on the lights, that maybe the secretary that made the bulletin, all of the different things like that. People that are back in the nursery, whatever. Think of those people that largely make it possible for you to be successful in that sense and look for ways to bless them. And then kind of accordingly, number four, spoil your family. Now, there's many times in ministry that your family kind of has to take the the backseat. A number of funerals pile up or, you know, a difficult building campaign, whatever it might be, that there's just a season that maybe the family kind of has to move off into the back burner just for a bit. And I know that you try to keep that from happening. At least I hope you do. 
But this is a great month to show a ton of appreciation to your very first ministry, your first priority, and that's your family. And so, yes, enjoy the golf outing with the chairman of the deacons if you're invited. You know, don't don't feel guilty about all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Read whatever cards or books you're given, all of that kind of stuff. But make no mistake, you're able to pastor well insofar as you love your family well. And so take time this month to bless their socks off. Just spoil them. Maybe that's an extra date night, going out to eat, you know, taking the kids out, whatever it might be. Think of ways that you can spoil and bless your family. Because as Peter says in 1 Peter 3, 7, husbands in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way as with a weaker partner, showing them honor as co-heirs of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. And so kind of in conclusion, Pastor, I don't know if your church is going to bless you this month in a very tangible way with a gift card or another necktie, whatever it might be, but you can still enjoy this month if you do these simple things. And I think I can speak for Kyle and say that if you do these things all year, you will be an even better pastor, husband, and father than ever before. And you will see your church accomplish so many incredible things. Kyle, anything you would add, disagree with, want to say, get off your chest other than good luck with the Orioles? No, you know, I think the the end of what you said there, you know, you, ministers, families sacrifice a lot. And so don't be afraid to just take some extra time with your family during Pastor Appreciation Month and let them know that you appreciate the sacrifice they make for you to be able to serve your church. Um, and uh, look, depending on your budget, it may not be anything fancy, right? But you could do like a family date night, maybe a family movie night, something like that. Um, just, just to let, let your family know you, you really do. You love them. You appreciate what they, the, the sacrifices that they make for you and go Rangers. Yeah. And no, until next time, may your coffee be <laughs> as black as night and as bold as the gospel we declare. Have a great day. And again, we appreciate you. Let's enjoy this month to the fullest by doing these simple things. What's wrong with you people?